This episode of the Road to Redemption podcast is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Tonight, came Velasquez versus Francis Ngannou. Uh, who do you pick? Who do you pick? Cain Velasquez, older veteran, still got a lot in the tank. Francis Ngannou, young gun, up and comer, hell of a fighter. I say you take Francis Ngannou. I say you take Francis Ngannou. And you do it at mybookie.ag because if you pay the money into your account, you place the bet, and that bet comes through, you get paid. Fast turnaround times. It's not a bunch of bullshit. You play, you win, you get paid. It's mybookie.ag, baby. And it's only heating up because what's coming up next? March Madness. And you know that that is the best time to have a hookup in the bookie game. Mybookie.ag. Also, this episode is also brought to us by our friends over at Soldier Socks. Guys, if you're sleeping on your socks, which I don't know who sleeps in socks. Psychopaths sleep in socks. You take your socks off when you go to sleep. But when you take those socks off, they better be soldier socks. I mean, I, I just don't know how direct, how more direct I can be with you guys. If you're... Wearing the toe mittens, they should come from soldier socks. When you buy a pair of socks, they send a pair to a service member in need. They don't even just send it to an army soldier. They send it to a marine, sailors, coasties, everybody in the armed forces. If they need socks, when people buy a pair, dagnabbit, a service member is getting a pair. You can even go over there and use the code CAM10, save yourself some money, Guess what? Soldier still gets the socks. Guys, at SoldierSocks.com, they're a great family, um, great great group of people doing a great thing. And honestly, they do make the best quality socks that there are. So, hit them up. SoldierSocks.com. Bop, 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 bow. B-Town CBD. Bringing it to us. Bringing all of our healing needs. Um, the, the flower is just insane. It's insane how good it is, how healing it is. And you guys can go right now. Just like with the other two companies, there's links in the description of all these platforms that you guys are listening to. You hit over there at my at the B-Town CBD, you get some of that space candy, you're going to be feeling right. You're going to be feeling right. Guys, B-Town CBD is giving you guys up. This is it. This is the only one they do. Promo code. It's 20% off any order that you place that's over $20. You just type in the code CAMW as the special direction um, at, at the end of checkout. It'll ask for special directions. Put code CAMW. Boom. And uh, they seriously, guys, they're doing such great things for people and uh, in helping people find healing. So go over there, support them. Also, by supporting these companies, you support the podcast. I definitely appreciate that. Let's get into it. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh Jesus, help.
What is up, guys, and welcome back to this episode of the Road to Redemption podcast. We in this bitch. What's up? What's happening? Um, so, so, so happy to be back. I was starting to get a little burnout on the podcasts and the CBD strain videos and the production and the uploading and the... It was getting to be a lot. I uploaded um, the last both CBD strain review video and the podcast um, Wednesday... And I've done nothing since. So no. So I'm ready. You boys. I, I hit the Tesla hookup charge station. I charged up my batteries. I'm ready to bring you guys uh, a good episode. I want to bring you guys some value. Some the upbeat. The We're ready to kick this Monday in its ass. Kind of kind of attitude. I need that. I need that tonight. Um, what is it man? You guys can probably hear I'm not as shitty looking and sounding as I have been. But I am still sick. These fucking kids. Guys, if you have kids, you know. If you don't have kids, let me be the first one to tell you. Kids are little bacteria balls. They don't have immune systems. And then we send them for eight to nine hours a day to somebody's house or a daycare or wherever they go. And these little bastards pick up every strain of sickness. The coughing and the wheezing and the congestion and all this shit. They catch it, they bring it home, and then they fucking sneeze in your mouth. And it's just gross. So, if you guys need... If if any of you guys have baby fever, maybe you guys hearing the cries in the background of the last few episodes have gotten into your soft spot. You say, oh, I want to have a baby again. Listen to how I sound like shit. Because that comes with it too. And I still wouldn't change it for the fucking world. What's going on? Um, so you guys wanted to kind of hear some of my stand-up bits. That was kind of one of them. Um, that was kind of one. I appreciate any feedback you guys send on that. But everything that I said is also very, very true. It's all very true. Um, dude wins the lottery. And uh, he wore a scream mask. Did you guys see this? I didn't see what state it was. A guy wore... He, he won the lottery. I think it was like 1.5 million or something like that. And the dude wore a screen mask on TV to receive the winnings. And he said he did it so his friends and family wouldn't find him. Guess who was standing next to him? His wife, his daughter, his mother, with no masks on. Defeated your purpose? What the fuck is this guy doing? And, and why a screen mask? That's just, it, the whole thing was weird. Um, either way, good on him. He won the freaking, won the lottery. Um, I wanted to talk about, it's kind of an important topic. Um, my best friend is a police officer. He just got hired as a police officer in a suburb of Cincinnati. And I was looking today, because I'm this type of friend, um, my buddy starts like next week. He goes out. He's on the road, and this is not an easy part of of Cincinnati. It's kind of a rough area. So I'm looking, and I realize that there are Antifa cells kind of popping up, and and um, yeah, they're just setting setting up posts in different cities. They're they're little cells, and I'm looking, and I'm trying to be on Facebook and do all the social media research and, and shit as I can and I'm trying to infiltrate one of these cells so that way I can see like um, 
you know, if anybody's going to plan anything around where my buddy's going to be patrolling. Stuff like that. I want to I wanna be able to give him intel that's going to save his life on a daily d- basis. Because um, this, these Antifa people have actually been going on a big um, police witch hunt. Like a bunch of cops just got h- killed in Houston and a bunch of other places. So my best friend is now one of those police officers walking on the street. And I, I just wanted to see how easy it would be to get inside one of those groups. Um, it's not, it's not easy, honestly. Um, I couldn't figure anything out. I was just looking for anything that I could kind of keep an eye on the streets online, you know, get ready for any upcoming, um, things and try to let my buddy know about it. But I just, I don't know. I, I think it's got me, it's got me really nervous. My anxiety has been through the roof. I mean, it's my best friend in the world and he's now about to put a vest on. And go patrol the streets of Cincinnati, Ohio, and you just you have no idea what's you know. I right now, if I call him and he doesn't answer the phone, I don't really trip. You know, it's I figure he's at work, he's with his wife or whatever. But now, if I call his phone and it doesn't ring, or you know he doesn't answer, like man, you know I just hope this isn't a it's not one of those calls, man. So I don't know. Um, it's funny. I haven't gotten to see my best friend in quite some time. Um, well, I mean, I, I did recently. I got to go down to when I was in Indiana. I got to stay with him for a night and see him and hang out, which was awesome. But him and I talk four or five times a day on the phone, and I'm really grateful to him for that. You know, I think he just, I think he kind of sees it a little bit that I need somebody like that to be able to talk to and. He's such a good friend. He listens to me and and everything. And dude, it just it scares the shit out of me to think of him out there doing all that. Um, but hey, what are you gonna do? Um, it's not he's gonna he's gonna do the things he feels like he's got to do to provide for his family. Um, you guys have been writing in a lot, and you guys have been uh, connecting way more and and. You've been bringing in topics more and more to the point where it's getting hard for me to, like, track them all um, as to, like, who wants me to talk about what. Last week, we had no listener questions. And then this week, um, I've literally, I have so many that I don't know where to start. (laughs) I don't know where to start. I've had everything from, like, Trump doing the um, emergency the national emergency and i've gotten it from both sides you know, i've got some people that really don't like trump and they they're like what do you think about this and he did this and i looked again and somebody else who was a tr- pro trump was like look man he did it you know you're gonna talk about how he did that on the show and it's like not really no um i think i think i've seen too much now from my interwebs viewing i just know that it's all bullshit like all the fake outrage, all the, all these things, all these people that are so offended by shit now, it's not real. It's being proven that it's not real. These are fake accounts that people are creating just to go online and fuck with people. It's not real. Don't allow this Republican, Democrat, he said, she said, Hillary, Trump, Pelosi, Chuck, and verse Trump. Don't do that shit. The best thing I've ever seen, man was they're saying there's this many U.S. Republican congressmen. There's this many U.S. Democratic uh, congressmen. 
but there are zero United States congressmen. They've got to pick a side and play for a team and pick an agenda and do this and do that. Guess what? When you're working your ass off to do the things that you know your life is supposed to be, you don't pay one bit of attention to that type of shit. Why? Because it does not matter. The, I did touch on the new Green Deal, and that's because of um, the, what what are they calling it, the basic allowance or whatever. It's um, the universal basic income is what I think they're calling it, where every American who is legal American who is 18 or over at legal age, they get like $1,000 a month or whatever it is. And there's a lot of debate about that, but and that would directly affect my life if I got an, an extra thousand dollars just given to me by the government every month. You know, um, so that's why I touched on that one. But I just want to really, really encourage you guys, man. Don't play into this bullshit of that people are out to get you, that everything's offensive, and this and that and this and that. Because guess what? It's not the case. It's just not the case. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you guys. I've had such a relaxed weekend. I haven't had that much um, really time scrolling through Instagram and stuff. I've tried to really try enjoy my weekend. Um, so one of the top stories right now is that that guy, what's his name? Jussie Smollett. He orchestrated the attack on himself. And then made the whole world try to believe that there's racist, bigots, piece of shit with nooses running around attacking gay black dudes. And all these people. Now again, I'm saying that sarcastically. Like one dude that was on the show with him came out and was like, Oh dude, this is terrible. I can't believe somebody. And they jumped right to his defense. Now that guy's put his mug out there saying, Look, I stand with my brother and all this shit. And now, this guy's got to go, hey, remember that story I told? I, I made that up. And by the way, uh, I did it so I wouldn't get kicked off of a TV show. Things aren't that bad, people. If, again, this kind of shit is being orchestrated, and as soon as it is, it's being found out, hey, this is bullshit. This racism and... Bigotry, it does. It's just not there. Yes, there are there are a few assholes out there that just are genuine pieces of shit. Yes, but that's still the minority of us. There are still people out there with good intentions who want to work hard, who want to make their families proud. And I believe that every single person that listens to this show is a part of that group. I really, really do. I feel like you guys, you come here because I feel like you, you feel like this is a safe place. Like eventually you're going to hear your story or what, what you need at this place in your life that you're going to hear it through my story. And I hope I can bring that to you. I hope I can bring that to you. And I'll, I'll tell you, it makes it a lot easier uh, when you guys write in and give me those things and, and trust me, I don't take it for granted that you guys are trusting me with those things. Um, but it really helps because there are some times and especially right now, man, I'm, I'm just getting to a place where I'm burnt out. 
Um, I know what it takes. I know the hard work that I have to do to make what I'm trying to do come to be reality. And this is the hard work that it takes to grind that out. But man, I'm, I'm just getting burnt out. So sometimes like this weekend, my, my mom actually came into town to try to take some of the burden off me and my wife with my daughter being sick and just, you know, a bunch of crap. And she's done so much to take care of my daughter this weekend. I've actually got to relax a little bit. Um, and I, I, I didn't want to think about content. I just wanted to live in the moment for a little bit. And now Monday comes around and it's it's back to the grind. It's back to it. And uh, it'll probably be another few months before I get a chance to really just sit down and relax like that. But, hey, it's uh, you got to find the little victories in life. You definitely got to find the little victories in life, especially when you're working as as hard as the goals you're actually trying to obtain. If you have small goals and you're doing small shit, all right, cool. You know, that ain't real crazy. If your goal is to be the, you know, um, the shift leader at McDonald's, I'm not saying that doesn't take work, but I'm saying if that's your end goal to be a shift leader at McDonald's, your life is going to be pretty easy. You know, um, in general, I would say, if, if that's all you ever aspire to be, I hope that if that is you and you're listening right now, that one, you don't take it as a judgment, what I just said, but take it as a envelope of acceptance. I'm giving you the permission to believe that you're better than that. You are better than that. If you've found a way to plug in headphones and turn on a podcast and turn on the specific one that you want and that you're trying to invest your time in, if you've figured out how to do that and it's brought you here, I'm telling you right now, this is your time to get up and go do what it is you want to do with your life. You don't have to work your nine to five. Forever. You may have to work it for the next five years. You may have to work it for the next eight years. Maybe. But if you bust your ass all the time for what you're... And you have a direct plan. I'm doing this so I can achieve this and move and do this and move here. It's chess, people. You're playing chess in life. Now, like the game of chess, the queen protects her king. That's what happens in my house. My wife is a fucking soldier. My wife rides for me and that would die for me. You don't know. You, I wish someone would turn my life into a TV show. Not for me. But so that way y'all could see the amount of effort, the amount of patience, the amount of love, the amount of support that my wife gives out while she carries a heavy, heavy burden most of the time. You know, my wife is not just a stay-at-home mom. My wife goes to work and has a 9-to-5 just like I do. She's studying to be uh, an opt a licensed optician. She studies, she works, she takes care of the baby. All to help so that way I can do this kind of stuff. Because she believes in what we're doing here. 
So I just want to ask you guys, man, if if you do believe in what we're doing here, you do believe that there's value in it, please, please write in. Um, we want to hear your stories. The Road to Redemption is it's a podcast where, again, I want to hear as many stories as possible. You may never sit here in the chair with me, but I can hear your story and we can talk through it and and we can learn lessons. We can learn different objectives, different opinions, different perspectives. Some people, man, you would be shocked to figure out just what their perspective on life really is. What is their reality? If you've never talked to someone whose perspective on reality just didn't fucking boggle your mind, you're not talking to enough people. Talk to people. Take a genuine interest in what other people are talking about. I am such a curmudgeon when it comes to shit like that. People will be all about one thing, and then the next day, I turn around, and I've got some big old problem with it. I am going to check the camera, because I think I turned it off again. God bless it. Nope, we're good. Roll camera. Um, yeah, I'm such a fucking curmudgeon. With shit, like, as soon as something is, becomes really cool, and it's like, it's like the new thing, I can't help but just want to fucking trash it. Just fucking trash it into the ground. Uh, what, what's, Jim Shark Leggings on Instagram. Get over yourself. Fucking God. People. How many women are we gonna have out on the Instagram with the ass angle and the Jim Shark Leggings? It's been done. Do something else. Stop being the same person as everyone else. It just doesn't make you look good. Guys, I'm accused of being a lot of things. Right? A shitty dad. You know, I was uh, a fucking alcoholic. I, I've jumped from guns and veterans and beards to fitness and bodybuilding and now MMA and CBD and podcasting. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. It's all over the place. But guess what? It's me, baby. I'm giving you me. Raw, legit, uncut, real. Sometimes that road gets a little bumpy. All this perfectly tan-toned, clean house... With the, you know, with the video angles. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's not real. Start investing in people's stories who are real. There is no downside. You can keep watching, you know, I'm not going to call people out. The, the big fitness inspirational people or whoever else. The Gary V's and the Andy Frisellas of this world. You can listen to it. It sounds good. It's, it's, oh, it makes me feel good. What you don't need to do is then turn around and try to be Andy Frisella. Or Gary Vaynerchuk. Or Christian Guzman. Or uh, who's the other one? The fucking guy. Uh, Young. No. Steve Cook. Steve Cook. Why are we taking our shirt off? And fucking flexing with peanut butter. Or ice cream in our hands. I did it. I did the shit. And you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? 
This is sex sells just in the internet. What the fuck are we doing? Girls showing their entire asshole on Instagram feeds. Talking about buy my makeup contouring kit. Bitch, what? You got your derriere on my screen. You sponsored a post to put this shit on my screen. Instagram shows it to me. And now I got to turn to my wife and go, would you look at this shit? Look at the kind of bullshit that's on Instagram. You know why I do that? Because I keep it 100 with my family. People ask me all the time, like, dude, oh, man, I bet your DM box looks crazy. It looks exactly that. Crazy. Anybody who would reach out to a man who posts about his family and his wife and his kids, who would reach out and say things like, how much money would it take for you to leave your family and move to Brazil? You're crazy. You're crazy. And now, I used to have a big thing where it was like, you have to respond to every comment. You have to respond to every DM. I thought it was like good customer service. Now, I delete. I just delete shit when it's crazy. I used to have the crazy people and I would go, oh, hey, you know, thanks so much for liking my page. And, uh, you know, and I would try to spin it so that way I could actually have a real conversation with them. I'm like, these are crazy people. Guys, the the perspective that this whole influencer being on screen and making money by by doing podcasts like Joe Rogan or doing vlogs like Christian Guzman or being a fit expo. That's a funny one. I, I'm going to go work at a fit expo. You know what that shit's like? It fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. You stand there, usually on a hard pavement floor in a small confined space for 8 to 10 hours with your politician voice on. Oh, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Fucking shoot me. But guess what? A year ago, I would have died. I would have died to work the bodybuilding.com booth at the Arnold Classic coming up here in just a few weeks. Guess what? Not even going to the Arnold this year. I worked with bodybuilding.com. It fucking sucked. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You're going to have people more and more and more and more. Like myself, who are going to infiltrate these industries. And they're going to jump into these markets. And the entrepreneurs. And the authors. And the life coaches. You're going to have people that jump in these industries. And they're not as loud. They're not doing the big showy stuff like everybody else is. They're not getting as many views right now. What's going to happen is people are going to get tired of the finely tuned and edited and crisp and clear. They want raw again. They want edgy. They want to watch shit like it's MTV in 1999. When shit, not anything could have happened. You didn't know. Raw, real motherfuckers talking about life. You know what that's called? Friends. The same thing that I started this podcast talking about, my best friend. 
who's about to go out and be a police officer in Cincinnati. Raw, real motherfuckers that are just happy to listen to each other. Happy to have people that care about you that much. And I'll tell you, inner peace lives there. When you have your plan set out, you've got it all laid out in front of you, you know what you got to do. Now it's just time to do it. And you got real motherfuckers sitting behind you or beside you. And they're just there for you because they love you. I'm telling you guys, oftentimes we take advantage of those people. When someone loves you and they ride for you and they do anything for you, here's what they usually start off by doing. They get out of the way. They let you run and have all this excitement and energy and they let you have it. A couple months in, now the lonely couch is starting to get kind of old, right? They want you around. They want you to be participating in life. The amount of work that it takes for you to sustain all this doesn't warrant a whole lot of sitting on the couch time. But it's so vastly important because that that person is why you're doing all this. But it's a it's a fucking funny place to be. You're doing everything in your power to make life better for those you love. All the while, it pulls you away from the ones you love. So what do you do? You just do what you believe in your heart to be right. You do what's right. You do the next right thing. Whatever that is. And again, that could change tomorrow. This podcast could go away tomorrow. If I ever woke up and realized that my dream to do this for a living just wasn't, it wasn't coming true. It wasn't working. I would give this up and, and be a better father. I would be a better husband. I am a good husband. I am a good father. But if I, if I shut this laptop right now and say, guys, this is the last episode of the Road to Redemption podcast... I'm done. This is my retirement. Yes, that's the day you guys will hear me bow out. I quit. You guys can know I gave up on it all. If the podcast goes, the Instagram goes, the YouTube goes, I'm done. I'm gone. And the thing is, I'm completely content with both. This is my family. These are the people who saved my life. My wife, my daughters, my mother. This is family. My best friend, you know, I've, I've taken less calls from him recently because I've just been working so goddamn hard that it's literally affecting my health. Now, I'll work this hard for this long for until the very end. As long as things keep progressing. 
but it was something I debated myself with for a couple hours the other night. Is there a place where it's just irresponsible to chase your dreams? I would say there has to be. Everything is yin and yang. Everything is ebb and flow. You can't have one without the other. So if it's so possible to chase those dreams, which I think it is, and accomplish those things, and, and make it to that stage, if it's that possible, it's that yin, it's that white, there has to be that black too, where it's like some people just aren't. It's not what's supposed to happen for them. I know a lot of people believe in the manifestations and the law of attractions, and I do too. I do too. But at what point does a sacrifice become a family sacrifice? At what point does hustling for your family lead to an abandoned family? Guys, my family is my heart, is my content, is my everything. You guys notice I try not to talk about me and my shit so much. I pull it from my family and what I see them going through. And I want to be a good mentor to my kids. I want to have them on a tour bus with me while we travel the country giving speeches and setting up stages and in theaters and arenas and, and doing this thing. I want to show them this is what happens if you work hard. But I don't want it bad enough for them to never have food to eat and to live in half-worn clothes. That I will not do. So, I, I, I guess the reason I tell you guys this. Sit down tonight. Or, this is Monday morning. Sit down at some point today and close your eyes. And, and just think of everything you got going on. Work, school, kids. Planning on having kids. Planning on getting married. Not really your thing. Social life. Work. What are we trying to do? Where are you trying to get to? What's your life in your head look like? When you're in the shower alone, belting that song. When you're getting out drying your hair in a good mood. And you're envisioning what your life is going to look like. What does that look like? Now, what are you willing to sacrifice for it? What's your line? Will you go, hey... I will chase this with everything in my being. What I will not do is ask my family to suffer. That's my line. Once you know where that line is and everyone's on board, you then get a ride or die family that's wanting to watch you from the sidelines and clapping you on and, and telling you, go, you know, you're doing great, daddy, go do it. Guys, what this podcast has done for me and my family in the last month, two months, I could never, never thank you enough. That, if I walked away from it all today, I would say that I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish.
because you guys believed in me. I would I would walk away feeling like I I didn't fail. But that was that the end of that chapter. But I don't think it's the end of our book yet. So, I'm asking you guys please continue to share. Continue to uh, please support the sponsors. Do those things and and let's keep this dream alive. This road to redemption just like the shadow movement. It grows a family under it and you guys already know what I do for my family so if you want me to be in the Philippines and then in Venezuela and then in Russia and then in China and then back in the States and over to Canada to speak in your town let's make it happen baby let's make it happen we just all gotta grind I'll grind if you guys will grind with me and you'll share it and you'll put it out there I'll show up. I promise you. I'll show you. I'll show up. Guys, that's going to be the episode for this week. I am going to do exactly as I said and go spend time with my lovely family. I love you. We out.